episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Get ready with some quips, web, web slinging trips, and, and wrist fired thwips on this week's all reboot book two of The Amazing Spider Crit. This is your GM Patrick here, your Garfield main stand. You should be getting a third movie, Fight Me IRL, and joining me in battling science gone awry and retelling the origin story once more are my five friends and your sinister six players across the digital table from me, an old man listening to records in the school library like it's 1969. It's Miles playing Raimi. Good evening. On my right, he's a big scaly lizard man in a lab coat. It's Tyler playing a dross. Ah. To his left, hot shot cop played by Dennis Leary. It's Rebecca playing Alindra. Hello. To my left, move over Mary Jane. It's time for a new blonde damsel in town. It's Drew playing that Feldspar. The other Garfield deserves a third movie, too. And finally, to his left, uh, Uncle Ben getting blasted one last time on screen. For old time's sake, it's Jabertus and it's 148. I'm pretty sure the Garfield 3 is called uh, uh, Paris Most Wanted. That's <laughs> <laughs> a, a good joke. It's, yeah. it's a solid one. Uh, th- this is why I like uh, the season. Jabert's the anchor. He, he comes up with some, some yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I get a couple seconds to Google stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she said something about Garfield. I'm going for it. I, I got to Google Garfield. What do I got? James Garfield? Nah, nothing. No, no presidents. No presidents. <laughs> we all uh, hate Mondays. <laughs> Everybody hates Mondays. It's, it's old hat. No way. Monday is new episode day for oh, yeah. Cosmic Crit. It's the best <laughs> day. You Monday is the day that I get to play Starfinder. We, with love, my, we with also my favorite people play on Mondays. It's it's really transformed the day for me in general. <sighs> and when we're recording this, it's a, a holiday in, in Massachusetts that at least Jabert and I hopefully got to enjoy. I have a... I, my, my work does a little thing called no meeting week, uh, which is <laughs> this week. So this week I got no meetings and mostly lots of chores. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's the trade off. Oh, right. no. Uh, guys, let's get back into this week's episode. And last time on trivia, last week's episode, after taking on the, the world seed, you spent some time on Hib rested up under the care of the Bantrids and Uso's watch. And he thanked you for solving the mystery beneath the planet's surface with a present. What kind of magical fusion did he gift you? And what level was it? Oh, oh. I don't know. No, Jabert. It was axiomatic and it was a level 20 fusion seal. Oh, yes. Very exact and very correct. <laughs> Question two. Returning to Absalom Station, you were met by Isafina Knotts, who is now working as a liaison representative for Abadar Corps, and she escorted you to the Golden Vault, and along the way you were met with news stations extolling that a massive starship had entered the PAC system and was currently headed for what space station besides Absalom? Another station. Boy, I'm glad I answered the one about the fusion seal. <laughs> any any guesses? Ooh, unfortunately, no guess. That means no answer. It was the Adari there. Oh, it was the Adari. Oh. They're going for the Adari, yeah. Uh, See, question I, can, three. I think of the Adari as a ship and not a space station, which... Well, it's, 
it's both. It's both. So, <laughs> what, what's the difference between a ship and a space station when you get right down to it? <laughs> Is it moving? <laughs> you all have been promised a small fortune to first meet with a representative of Valor 2, which we did last week, Miss Cambrisa June. And she warns of an inability to, to peer into the future and wishes you luck as you're headed to the Planara to talk to what packed governing body? Packed governing uh, I body. think I have this one. Oh, yeah. What's that true? Is it just the packed council? Uh, that's part of it. Yes. The, the the council directorate is who we are headed to now. No curse, no boon. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. What what shenanigans can happen in a council meeting? <laughs> just a little <laughs> local uh, council meeting. Life finds a way. Uh, you guys. Yeah, it depends. Is Gavilar's ignore on the council? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're led outside the Golden Vault's main entrance here, where another, uh, now a, a luxury transport, maybe with some security vehicles, whisks you away across the station's eye to the Planara. And it is a, a huge building that overlooks the the entirety of Absalom Station's eye. And as, as you take a, a large elevator up thick magnetic doors indeed reveal that you have a a perfect view in this huge expansive meeting chamber of the the expanse of jatembe park ringing the the station's most exclusive prestigious buildings in the middle of this room is a, a semicircle of chairs and desks sitting opposite this wall spanning window and yeah each seat is pointed at the kind of triangular display in the center of the room where there's holograms showing all different news stations and things like that. The members of the directorate are kind of milling about in, in a few small groups, the seven of them. And as Isafina Knotts enters, they start rearranging their chairs, sitting down in, in a sign of respect to, to have you come speak. And a Rhyforian counselor kind of surreptitiously skirts behind some of the other directorate members. You see him murmuring something to a, a seated Kasathan there. But ignoring them, a heavily augmented Sheeran moves to the front to, to greet you. Let me, let me take us to the map here. Planera. And I'll show you this is Klindalik. Klindalik. <laughs> they, are, they are very heavily augmented Sheeran with a fa- fairly friendly voice, but it does sound kind of robot And they say, welcome. We have been hoping you might grant us more insight into the current situation. Drift Rider crew, Starfinders, all for all of our sakes. Uh, welcome to this, this, this emergency meeting. Please, please have a seat. I, I sit on the biggest chair I can find. <laughs> uh, Tyler, I need you to play about 14 Sirenscape chair squeaking sound effects. One, just like one after the other. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Each one is four seconds long, so it's it, like a whole minute of... Tyler in real life just WD-40 up his own chair, so he can't even <laughs> fully work that anymore. Yeah, I, I, I think I do somewhere. I think under... Uh, I think Sirenscape actually does have that kind of noise pretty well, relevant. They surely have a bar stool getting knocked over or something. But. Well, I mean, I think it's going to sound more like, you know, like a metal door, you know, 
scraping along the ground. Pure just kind of podcast doing... audio poison. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, for, forever obstinate, uh, Raimi is going to stand. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, Ra- Raimi, why don't you make me a culture check and in, insane uh, Glindalik? Oh, man, I want to be that 18 so bad. Oh, gosh, you still got a very high roll here with a, a 28. I think you recognize, indeed, Glindalik is a, a Versite. So she's from uh, Verses. Ooh, so Remy gives them the finger guns. <laughs> well, yes, a, a council member here, but they are a staunch proponent of cybernetic research and, it, you know, is is walking the walk, talking the talk because they have many kind of advanced technological augments on their their person. So, so I mean, are they kind of buds with Remy? Because that's definitely something that Remy's a, a proponent of, even though he doesn't augment a lot of himself. Mm-hmm. If you've not met them, then you've probably been at some kind of like medical conferences where they've been like a speaker before. So maybe you've seen okay, her, cool, her cool, speak. Cool. Uh, yeah, but so, so she'll acknowledge everyone, but in, invite you all to to sit down and she, yeah, she'll uh, welcome you and, and talk about the situation, how this is a an emergency meeting, a session of the directorate to kind of plan their next moves, in particular, the fleet for for Absalom Station. The information that they are getting from this crisis out in the rest of the pact is like a day old. So like when they get information, stuff has already happened. You know, all the news is somewhat on a delay so they have to act very proactively which is what this is all about yeah so they they want to first ask you you know uh do, do you have any information uh from what you learned on him to provide to the directorate is there anything that you can heed us on or perhaps warn us of of whatever this ship is well the ship as you know is very big and the one we encountered, if it is indeed the same class of ship that we encountered on Hib, was old enough to start melting down. If we had not stopped it from the, the power system from overloading, it would have taken the entire moon with it. I cannot imagine if something like that were to happen, the damage that could happen to to all the surrounding uh, stations in the system. A human counselor kind of like uh, a light shines on her as she'll step forward and, and her microphone, you know, pops open and this is Kumara Mela Cruz let's see here uh, she's a a female member of the directorate uh, pact council and also the prime executive so she's kind of the top official here in Absalom station and yeah has a, a fairly tough stance on things like corporate criminals so she was actually the one that brought all the major litigation against the for the hard scrabble collective against astral i almost said connections oh no extraction extraction. (laughs) yeah and is is a fairly i mean i don't want to say completely aoc like character (laughs) but she's had several assassination attempts in because of her her stances on and rooting out criminality in the, the corporate world here on Absalom. So yeah, she looks at you perhaps with a a a sidewise glance, Mr. Feldspar, for for some of the the history of your 
your family company. Yeah, well, pardon uh, us for saving the galaxy. <laughs> uh, she she will look you over though and say, "Well, the the ship that you found underneath him is not the exact same as the one that is is coming our way right now." That. The, the ship beneath Hib indeed seems to have been derelict for a great deal of time, whereas we have no indication that is the, the case with this. What what it, what was it the name uh, the, the Civs gave it? The the World Sea. Yeah, no, this this oh, other ship. Ark Prime. Uh, yes, this Prime. Do, do we know the the I mean the Bantrids did not take control of of that vessel, so do we know is this still in in Civ hands? We don't know. You you would have more information about that than we would at this moment. I unfortunately must admit that the, the council does not. Well, I mean, there's only, I really think there are only two things that could be operating that ship. Bantrids seems unlikely. Everyone, everyone that I've met has been joyous, to be honest. Or You don't really remember that fight, do you? <laughs> <laughs> that was not a Bantrid. That was something impersonating a Bantrid. Uh, anyway, column A, column B, or you know, Civian technology automation, which is what I would probably guess it to be. Yeah, I'm just gonna uh, slowly introduce the <laughs> the council members here. A Kasafin will will speak up next, and and you see a, a little placard at his station on the desk that says Lynn Camulon, Kasafin, Korashin. Oh, sorry, not Kasafin, Korash. Korashin Lashunta uh, looks like an ex-military man and indeed I think perhaps you know Alindra of him as kind of like a war hero uh, from from Castravel. Indeed he had a lot of clout in the swarm invasion of the Pact you know like 30 years ago or whatever so he he got his current position he is the director general of the stewards and a member of the the council director here as perhaps he served alongside my mother yeah yeah he uh i might have been like the commander in charge of of her her unit at the time um looks like a more smug elon musk <laughs> with ice or ear stalks head stalks he'll he'll lean forward and say he's like well what we do not know unfortunately of the situation is is a great deal but if they are as technologically advanced as this world seed that you explored then i'm worried that our current defenses are not going to be enough for whatever the ship is that is moving towards the center of the packed system They've told us that things are happening to ships to get close to, to to Ark Prime. Can you tell us more about what's going on out there? Let's see. I just want to, I'm, I'm trying to uh, jump between voices here to get get all the characters <laughs> brought up. Yeah. Next will be a Kasafin, an actual Kasafin council member introduces himself. Is it Keanu? I I could do a Keanu voice for you, Miles, if that's what you want. <laughs> no, no, be- like my my old character. <laughs> is not Keanu. Yeah, my old character was a Kasatha named Keanu from from the Halloween episode several years ago. Yeah, your character for you, you say it like that was like a long time thing. No, but if they are surfers, that's a, a funny thing for Kasatha. We haven't had a lot of Kasathans on the show. No, we haven't. No, they introduce themselves. I, I am Milgen Navaris Kachalandar. 
I am a representative here for the Adari, and we know that whatever this ship is, it is not on a a strictly centerward course towards the Star Stone or towards Absalom, for it seems to have taken a detour. Part of the vessel seems to have broken off and, and we believe is heading towards Hib. And the, the ship itself seems to be making a wide arc through the system and is now headed for the Adari. If it was looking to take the most direct route, then it would not take this detour. Interesting. What, what can you tell us about this ship? What, what ship? The one that the, broke off from and is headed towards the Adari. So the, the main vessel, the, the Ark Prime is heading for the Adari, like... Oh, and the other just, ship is headed Just to like, head. yeah, gotcha. like part of the, the rocket seems to have broken off and is headed through Leovarin space. So Remy kind of uh, clears his throat and it's like, listen, I've been through enough meetings that could have been an email to know that we're just posturing here. If you guys have information that you can give us, that's great because... Listen, this is not our first radio. We know where this is going. We know we're going to be sent somewhere to deal with this. So let's let's cut to the chase because we can we can trade data. That's not a problem. We'll send you everything we've got on what we just went through. But the less time we spend jabber jawing, the more time we can actually get to solving the problem. We believe you are being paid for your time here. If you think it is better spent elsewhere than uh, you're free to go. But we, we, we cool. are being paid for our time, but my, my compatriot is correct. We don't seem to have that much. So let's cut to the chase. If there are things that we need to know that we have not been revealed to us yet, let's get everything out on the table so we can try <laughs> right. to build a plan. All right. Well, let me stop you there. Uh, you numb nuts. You two numb nuts. Once again, <laughs> reminder, you're the foremost experts of everything having to do with the ship in the universe. They Which don't is have horrible because we don't know anything. <laughs> well, you as players probably do not know a single thing that you've retained <laughs> over the last 21 episodes of this season, but maybe uh, let, let's we'll let some other people talk. You, you're here to inform them. You're here to help them. Okay, so um, I'm not going to role play with you when they're just like, "What? why Why are they yelling at us? <laughs> I, I don't want to get into a good cop, bad cop of like, tell us what you know. It's like, what? What do you mean? What we know? <laughs> I don't know anything. Well, we're All just... Right. I, I think because I think Raimi... Raimi would absolutely be a little flustered and confused as to why they're wasting time with a meeting. You know, okay. like it just just the character, not me. I'm just saying that the character would would just be he's a pain in the ass. That's 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 who Raimi is. <laughs> OK, well, <laughs> once again, I'm not I'm not finding currently too much difference between Raimi and Miles. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Edros or Andis, does anybody else have any any things that they would like to add or or talk about with what you found in, in the world seed or what you've you've looked for? I mean, it. On Jedrat? I mean, I think maybe Idras would say, uh, we've had a few skirmishes and we've seen the inside of the world seed. It, there are a lot of, there's, there's been, we've investigated a lot. Um, if you have any directed questions about the ship, something you are particularly curious of, you can go ahead. We will 
answer those questions the best we can. To give you a brief rundown, it is just hard to understand everything we saw of the Civian tech because it is so much more advanced. The power core there generates more energy than anything in our system, so the scope that we are having to come to understand is extremely large, and doing so in a short time proves difficult. A, a fairly reserved, very old-looking elven man in the the back here on the table uh, will will step forward. This is uh, Los Farin, another Castrovellan elven administrator who perhaps you know of as being fairly pragmatic and very reserved in in a lot of their their council discussions here will will look forward and say it's like well, we've we've had a great deal of of problems to deal with the the last few years ever since you all went out to that drift rock but this one we have next to no time for arguing uh, amongst our, ourselves. If what you say is true of their technology, we need to be able to apply what tech that we have in order to assure our security. I do not want to expend any resources that will go to waste if that will be the deciding factor in our safety. Uh, he, he kind of looks over to a still uh, turned chair that is not facing you, perhaps giving it eyes. And of course, as it turns around, uh, it is nothing other than a Gevalarsknor. I knew Knorr. <laughs> Gevalarsknor, the Eoxian ambassador. The last time you saw him, now he sits on the council directorate. He'll Turn around, <laughs> very Bond villain-esque with bony fingers steepled and say, Drift Rider crew, how's it hanging? Gevy, how are you? Been a long time. I'm upgrade dead. You got. <laughs> still dead, Nat. Ah, first name basis. I'm glad we're still there. Yeah, well, you apparently, <laughs> I knew this all along, but you're not indeed Sizrak but Feldspar I knew it <laughs> you got me you got me what my uh, colleague uh, from Castroville is alluding to is the the fleet of Yoxians that ignored the orders to stay put and instead have gone to meet this threat head on the Yoxian fleet has decided that it would not wait to be destroyed, but rather try to seek out and bring arms against this new threat. That is sounds very brave, but foolhardy at the same time. I would warn you that they, your men are already dead, but you already knew that. <laughs> well, they Get could. It? That's a that's a dead. That's an undead. That's an undead Yoxian joke. It is not funny. Oh. Their existences, their corporeal bodies could I, I, be I, I, destroyed. I make, a note, I make a note in my notebook of things that aren't funny. And don't you dare laugh about it. Not you and us. 148. 
Uh, this, this is one of the first people you met when you uh, became alive. Bird. He, was, oh. he was at. He was at the. Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, I forget. I forget. Party. He's my best friend, not my not my nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> that was the other end. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Right. The the last council member here I've not introduced is a a non-binary Winterborn Rhyforian, another uh, alien species we haven't had a lot of on the the show before here. And this is a a new Draxian representative on the the Pact Council. A previous one uh, was assassinated former ambassador um, ambassador from Traform. So he's, they have stepped into the role and they just, I mean, they kind of look like more extreme elves, (laughs) but they have long, almost bat-like ears. And this uh, Zia Cho is their name, is very well-groomed, maybe middle-aged, bluish white hair and, and kind of similar skin. Very stylishly dressed, but... Perhaps not not fashionable. That makes sense. And then and they'll introduce themselves and say, uh, you know, we we have a a great deal of of work before us. We need to discuss our defenses and allocate them appropriately, or or we will not stand a chance. And as you mentioned, uh, Mister Quindar, time is of the essence. So let us, let us discuss. We we all have many questions. Perhaps we can uh, do some breakout sessions and 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 chat things up. I will say, if it does give anyone here a peace of mind, when when we were exploring other civ facilities, they did have a highly technological system that did shut down communications in quite a large radius. So it could be that that is a a system that is employed on this ship and. Your, your fighters, your, your ships have merely been caught inside that dark zone of communication, and perhaps they still live, or perhaps they still wander that area, but it is very difficult to communicate within the range of some Civ tech. The, the, the prime executive here, um, Mel Cruz, will step forward and say, uh, that, that is a very wishful thinking, Mr. Varanis, but... Unfortunately, we have had confirmations of, of some of the first ships that met the Ark Prime in the, the outer system. Well, we, we have found wreckage of, of those vessels. So it is it is indeed a, a grave situation that's, that we find ourselves in. I understand. I only bring it up as, as information that whether another team be sent or we be sent, I would not expect much communication to come from that team. Once they get within a certain range of the Ark Prime. Well, I, I hope you understand. We do not plan to send you perhaps our best assets and the, the most knowledgeable starfinders in the universe on this subject to your death. So I would put that right out of your mind currently. We, we need to study and, and figure out how we can meet this threat. And you will need one very big computer because, boy, it has a there. Those those ships have a lot of uh, whirly digs and do do hickeys that do a lot of awesome things. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, we we have some time here to do some some more one on one discussions with some of these directorate members. Basically, the the shape of this conversation is going to be very similar to one of the. Book six episodes of season three, if you guys recall, which was allocating forces of the the, the Susquehanna defense 
two different like missions and things. It, it's similar, but you're going to be doing kind of fleets in, in different missions here for trying to create some kind of response to to work prime there are 20 fleets that they have to to assemble and all these different council members have obviously their own motivations as well as their own personalities motives um, reasons or ways to, to influence them in this episode you guys can to chat up and try to influence a number of them. Unfortunately, you won't have time to to roll on everyone. You can each make up to five social actions during during this council meeting. One of them can be assessing one of these council members and and you know getting a grasp of what they see as the truth of this situation and what their their kind of motives are. And then another one would be to try and influence them, try to get them to help you in one of these various missions. And over the course of, of chatting them up, you will understand basically they're, they're wanting to divide these 20 fleets into a few different missions or, or not just fleets, but forces as well. One would be rescuing the Eoxian fleet that has gone off to to try and stop the the world seed. Another would be rescuing and or escorting the Adari, which is like currently in its path. The third is the defense of Absalom Station, the the fleet of Absalom Station. I guess I I should say the yeah. So that's like that's everything. That's like station seat shields, the armada, things like that. And then the last one, and you get a sense that all these mean different things to different council members. But the last one is station security, and that is security inside the station itself. You know, if this thing comes and suddenly there's a million soldiers in the streets, if if they don't account for that, then that'll be very worrisome. There's also extremist groups and people that will take advantage of like a terrible, terrible tragedy like this or extreme danger and and try to to make the most out of it so uh, those are the four kind of elements here and i have them represented i represent them down here at the bottom of the map with uh, a couple of pictures one's of the yaxian ship one is the adari one is a top-down view of absalom station which will be the security all the different areas and the last is the the station itself the station's defense itself we decide sort of how many uh, units worth of force to apply to each one of these problems. Yes, but unfortunately, it's not just a you go here, you go here. At the end of this, you have to roll to <laughs> convince them to move in, in certain areas. Otherwise, they'll just kind of Wait. put them where they want. Hmm. And uh, if you want to assess uh, can, how can, can you different tell us ones what, will vote, what kind can. of checks these will be? So, so I'm just saying if it's like a diplomacy or, or bluff check, mm -hmm. the, then we need to uh, associate ourselves where Knack rolls those because he's got the highest possibility of succeeding. But if they're engineering mm -hmm. checks, he ain't going to help very much with that. So I'm, I'm going to say we'll, we'll call each of these four that you do have to make. Uh, we'll, 
we'll only use one skill for for each of them. So if you want that to be diplomacy, you can do one for diplomacy. If you want to want to be engineering, if you can figure how that skill would represent your personal expertise and talking about the the tactics for the areas of concern that that will be that will be how we do that and then those will be secret roles at the end for for how successful you are that doesn't count towards your five maximum kind of social roles that you can make here before that that'll be towards the end so how how far out is the eoxian fleet right now do we know that the Oxian fleet, you know, left Eox to kind of go towards the Adari and and try and intercept. They've been doing like hit and run kind of tactics. And mm-hmm. for the most part, they're they're one of the larger private militaries in the entire pact system. Mm-hmm. So they, they they have a good chance, but they probably, you know, will will need some some help. But yeah, do, do you want to talk to any particular council member about that or about any of these, you know, station security, it, it, the Adari or anything like that? Um, I think Andis, uh, n- only knowing Gevalarsk here, uh, will approach and ask about the status of, of how these Eoxians came to set out on such a heroic and uh, potentially foolhardy quest. Do you, do you want to try to assess his kind of take on? Yeah. The, um, okay. So go ahead and roll either culture or sense motive. Oh, I hope it's not sense motive. <laughs> oh boy. That's either uh, of those. So. All yeah. right. Yeah, culture, culture it is. Yeah. 25. Pretty low. Yeah. As you're, you're chatting him up, he says, "Ah, yes, Andes, the the fleet of Yaxians, my fellow Yaxians, are are trying to save us, even though we have zero information to give them. They are uh, indeed engaged in a heroic battle, and um, they must be commended for their protection of the Adari. We must assist them with additional forces, as many as we can spare. For if we assist them, they can return and assist in the defense of Absalom Station. Do you not agree? So so are they currently, like, engaging with, with yes. the ship right now? Okay. So so they're, they're all the way out there at it. Um, so they've, they've gone past the Adari and, like... Yeah, are they, trying to slow it down. They left like a, a day or so prior, so okay. they've been sending like reports back. Okay. Can, can I um, ask a question? Uh, not necessarily mm-hmm. as Dak, but as just table talk for for possible information that, we want to find out. What's up? So why is this Eoxian fleet? I know we know they're big. Is it just because that fleet is large, or is there something else that they are doing that the other ships that have gone to counteract? <laughs> they've They've got large capital ships, yeah. So they're they're able to do like long range, you know, blast attacks, move away, try again, trying different weapon types, that kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. do, uh, does anybody else want to make an assess check, either culture or sense motive, for Nor to kind of see what might influence them in the the final vote? I think Ramy does because uh, Ramy's pretty pretty fond of Nor. I, I should mention because you guys didn't like kill nor or do anything terrible to him uh you, you get a plus four bonus on on 
roles to influence them. So if you can figure out what their motivations are, this would be fairly useful. All right. And it's a culture check. Yes. That's a 39. So his, his lover is commanding one of the ships and we have to go save them. <laughs> that, that That's not a enough of excess because this plus four is only on the influence side of it but with with a a a role from andis as well and chatting up you get a sense that they definitely seem very political in their i mean they they probably care about the other exoxians but it would be a huge boon to any Oxian council member to get a ton of support for the Oxian Navy from, from Absalom station. Yeah. So you can, you can see through some of his kind of wide Richterous grin <laughs> platitudes as, as he's talking to you and, and understand that indeed this would be a, a, a huge boon to, to him politically. So as such, if you want to try and influence him, just double check. You get all these skills. You gain both an understanding of their motives and the true difficulty of the task associated with that NPC. Okay. So with that, they you do know that they're going to be really only useful in calling upon aiding discussions about rescuing the Yoxian fleet. And if you want to try and influence Gevilar Shkinor, That'll be diplomacy, sense motive, or uh, mysticism. Do we roll that now? <laughs> What's well, up to you? If you want to use one of your this this will count as one of your your five. So, if anybody wants to, if you want to, now that they've kind of figured it out, Drew, like go in there and try and glad hand him. You can. So we have let's see, seven uh, people to potentially influence, mm-hmm. and we get a plus four to this one. All right, so. I can, Correct. I, so if, I can if do anybody this, else, I can do this, but we might want to save my, cause I, cause my diplomacy is plus 26 and I have expertise on top of that, which is at least, yeah. Well, d- does anybody want to roll mysticism? I feel like you have some other folks that are well-trained in it. Yeah. I mean, I've got, I mean, I've got 23 to mysticism. It's not, it's not bad. Yeah. Uh, been, and you get a plus four at this. So, right. Um, you do it as well. I got, I got 25 to mysticism. Well, Phil, uh, you can do these in order, so you don't have to like waste if we get a success on the first one. But who wants to okay. roll it first? Jibber, go ahead. Okay, okay, let's, okay. Oh boy, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look inside. I'm gonna use my my dream prophet powers to something or other. Oh, a six on the <laughs> dice. Oh no. <laughs> well, you got a plus four, but yeah, that is that is. Oh goodness. That's just yeah, not a it, success. Bet it's a <laughs> bet it's a uh, thirty-five. <laughs> let, me see. let me try. Oh goodness gracious! There that's we go. a forty-one. Yes, a a success here to to influence him. What what are you both saying? Because you've already kind of figured out what his uh, deal is. What what would you want to do to influence him into uh, to? to aiding you in your your future discussions i mean i would probably bring up the fact that he knows exactly what he's going through because you know he's also had to deal with this mm-hmm. especially throughout their, their last adventure during the dead sons and uh he would probably and look how successful that turned out andis uh i think i would 
impress upon him the 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 need to uh, well we need to lend them support so that they can pull back we need we need all of our, our forces back here so we can uh, rally up and and prepare for a, a more robust defense I promise if we are able to dedicate enough forces to aid my my Eoxian brethren I could convince them to change their tactics into trying a, a delay and, and give us as much time as we can to muster our forces here on Absalom. But there are others on this council that believe this is a waste of, of resources. They will uh, kind of look over at uh, Losafarin, the, the elf. Mm. Maybe we should talk to Losafarin next. I, mean, I, I look over and give Losafarin the stink eye too. I'm on Gavilar's side. Stink eye them all. He's, yes. he's my, he's me and Gavilar's. We're ride or die. <laughs> <laughs> In his case, ride and die. <laughs> Already dead. Oh, <laughs> ride and be dead. Ride and decompose. So with that, we let's let's talk to Losafarin because I feel like this is we, we kind of know what what Nor's whole deal is, but I, I'm having <laughs> a, a hard time figuring out what the rest of this crew is is after. Yeah, I'm just gonna put a little pip on Gibbler Snore to, to indicate we've you have succeeded in in kind of chatting them over. So uh, we we've used up what four rolls between Ramy and Andis. Do you want to try and 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 chat up Losafar and, and assess them, get a get a read for them, Drew? Yeah, and I think because elves are are elves from Lashenta as a planet that. Uh... The planet of Castravel. Castravel, yes. Thank you. There, there was a large, there's a large population of elves there that have been there since ancient times, though okay. they are not originally native. Would would having Alindra be part of this as another Castravelian native, or as a native Castravelian, maybe hurt or help the situation? Well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> they uh, probably, I mean, they don't have any ill feeling towards the Shuntons, that's for sure. Let's uh let's 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 see what happens. Yeah. He's a fairly elderly looking elven man, very wire thin, sunken cheeks, dark eyes, jet black, common to his ancestry, and yeah, yeah, he's he's got his hair pulled back into a ponytail and loose fitting robes with elven elven symbols on them around the collar, and as he sees you coming over, he'll swivel his chair around and says, Knack Feldsbar, how May I be of assistance? I could ask you the same question. Uh, we we understand there's a lot of concerns in the air, and we're here to to help in, in any way we can. We we have we don't have a lot of information, which is uh, the 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 sad fact of being the most informed people about this in the galaxy right now. But mm-hmm. let's see if we can find some common ground and see if we can stop this threat. Right. So so actually, influence them will or assessing them, I should say, uh, is going to be life science or sense motive. <laughs> Ooh, I'll uh, try a sense motive. We're going to do that good old fashioned sense motive. Why my sense motive modifier is so low? But here we go. Oh, because it's wisdom. Duh. All right. Oh, like the worst possible roll I could give. A five on the dice. We're going to throw expertise out there. So that is going to be a thirty. 35 35 for sense motive yes 
Yeah, that is enough to know that influence them will be culture, synth motive, or diplomacy. So a couple of your your powerful ones here. I should mention you don't actually have to roll assessments if you feel like you can guess as to the the skill that might be useful in in influence them. You can just skip right to the influence check. But yeah, in chatting with him, yeah, he says. We we have a task at hand, unpleasant as it may be, and we must get to it as efficiently as possible. Stalling this vessel by throwing more ships at the Yoxian fleet in a, a noble, though foolhardy, attempt at, at rescue will unfortunately be a, a calculated risk we cannot take. I would prefer to present a stronger front at three other critical defense concerns that we have before us now. I don't have any qualms against my Eoxian counterparts, but if I, I, I don't believe that I heard perhaps of, of what the Gevelar Snore said, I don't believe that course of action will be in our benefit. He's a, a politician and is hoping to come out of this looking the hero. And I I want to save lives. Do you understand? Of course. So I'll go ahead and do a diplomacy. If that's what you want to do. Yeah. What, what are you saying to him? Let's see if I can, let's see if I pass the check first. <laughs> All right. No bonus on this check. Drew's waiting to see how the dice treat him. Uh, it's a 38 plus 7, so that's going to be a 45. Yeah, what do you say? That's that's good. I understand that there's a lot of political capital to be sp- spent and earned here, and that we all have our own ideas about what is the best political versus military action. But most of the people in this room are politicians. Not all of us are the best military minds. We're not admirals. We're out here to, to try to do our best. This is where we need to put our own preferences aside and actually talk to each other and share information. Gevlar Snor is a is a, a stubborn guy, but he he does have the best interests of of not just his people but the Pact Worlds at heart. If we help him out, we might be able to get a bigger fleet to back because this is just a portion of the Axian fleet that went to that. We might they they still have a large fleet left. Who knows what's going to happen with that? Let's just talk and share and see what happens at the end of this. If, if that is what you counsel, then perhaps we will understand and agree with you. Excellent. Who else? Who else wants to, to chat someone up? Oh, I don't see a red dot going on this dude. Ugh. I'm going to go confusing now. He's, he gets a blue dot. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> is that good? Who knows? <laughs> Let's hear from someone who hasn't chatted anyone up before. Idras or Alindra, <laughs> your favorite episode, skill episodes, <laughs> skilly episodes. My my diplomacy is not horrible. Well, it's not right? old diplomacy. But like I said, there's a, a a war general, pack steward from you know Castrovel Olashenton. They can chat with probably some other skills there. There's a very techno savvy Sheeran. You can you can chat with, or you can just talk to basically the president of Absalom Station, uh, Kumara Melacruz. Let me talk to Kumara. 
Okay, yeah. She'll see you coming and and, and say, oh, Miss Vallis is, is very nice to, to meet you. Your coronation of the, the Starfinders, I was unfortunately busy that day, but I, I did hear of your amazing, amazing work that you did in in helping to to stop that threat years ago what what can i do for you how can i help i admire you as well i I think that the work you've done to root out evil where it may be unpopular to do so uh is is a valiant effort and i admire that speaking of which it seems that all of the trouble tracks back as far as i can tell to jatterat and as you know, there is a ski resort being built there. I think perhaps the planet or the structures therein are unhappy, and we may have accidentally awakened something. And the people there were in great danger uh, from that Sivian tech, is that correct? Yes, I believe that they were, and it only got worse when they broke ground. And 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 so you, you understand why I take this station security tantamount of, of all these these missions. I am quite worried that while there there weren't those kind of elements on, on Jedrat, if there were that attack from the Civ, they would have seized on that opportunity. Yeah, I, I wasn't even halfway through my first term when an assassin's bullet tried to end my life those kind of people will seize on this opportunity. So we must prepare for that. Do you, do you agree with me? I do. I think that innocent lives should not be put at risk for the good of someone's pockets. And we have many an innocent here on Absalom Station. Do you, do you have a, do you want to roll a culture check? See if you can figure her out or do you want to no. roll something to see if you can try and influence her? <laughs> can I show her my guns? <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of skills. <laughs> what's what's your best? You know what protects Absalom? Boom. Boom. <laughs> oh, this one's named James Garfield and this one's Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> I mean, I have diplomacy. I have intimidate. I have physical science. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, do, you want, do you want to yell at her? <laughs> intimidate her? I have ac- athletics. I'm a little bit of acrobatics. Like, I have nothing else. Yeah. Do you, do you want to try a diplomacy check and, and see if you can win her over to your side? Sure. It's a 32. Oh, and I can add 1d6 to that. Oh, three. <laughs> One. <laughs> so sad. I can't, I can't help you out here. It's That's a fail. It's so close. Why do you have to roll a one? No, do you, I mean, you can also try again or you can try to talk to someone else does count as one of your 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 influence checks here but uh, i will say you're very close so <laughs> don't have to roll too much better do you want do you want to try again or try someone else i can immediately try again oh yeah you got five checks i mean if you want to spend the entire time like trying to win one person over to your side that's totally fine Okay, Alendra um, uh, clears her throat. That was really awkward. She didn't mean to say that. Um, I don't know why I, I talked about my my biceps for five minutes. Let me let me <laughs> rephrase this. All right, I'll try it again. Hoo-hoo. That's a forty. Yeah, much better. Yeah. So so chatting her over, she she's trying to convince you about the need for station security, and you can convince her perhaps that maybe some of the forces are better spread somewhere else. 
Excellent. Adros, who are you chatting with? So it, I think Adros looks around the room and he kind of thinks, mm, I don't think I can carry a, a conversation with many of these individuals. So he kind of walks over and plops down heavily next to Lynn Camelin. Mm-hmm. Our Korashan Lashunton soldier type. Yeah. Yeah. Pale, pale skin, ash blonde hair, very tight crop up, up his sides here. And he has indeed emblazoned on his blue uniform, uh, the symbol of the stewards and, and many medals of service. So councilman, I mean, I, I can't help but feel like all these things, all these things with Ark Prime. I mean, it will eventually come down to a military maneuver, right? So, uh, have you have you put any thought towards where you stand on how to approach such a ship, or or how how our well, forces should be divided? Let's just say we're not training our our combat pilots in the art of diplomacy, Mister uh, Veronis. <laughs> Uh, if you want to assess his styles of influence here, it's engineering, piloting, or profession soldier. But if you've got another similar profession, that's totally cool. I rolled a two, so it didn't matter what skill I rolled. Who cares? <laughs> you rolled two on engineering? Well, like I said, you have five checks you can do. So <laughs> if you want to... Uh, do it again. That's it's not a problem. Yeah, sure. That's a three. <laughs> Why not? Let's just rapid fire through these. Four, five. Perfect. Got it on the fifth one. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. Whoa, you went really fast there. Well, this yeah. just thirty-four even... on an engineering. I don't even know. That's probably not enough, right? It's DC. Maybe. 30, I mean, I, so I, you got it. Bam, nailed it. On the fifth one. And you know that indeed influenced him. It's going to be another profession soldier or diplomacy or sense motive. I'll pass that information along to those who may have that skill. <laughs> and Tyler, with that, bows out of the episode. <laughs> like, you guys need me for the rest of this. See you later. <laughs> Does anybody want to try and follow up with him right now? He's he's also very concerned with the station's defense. I guess I'm getting this. You, you said you said that was she's in um, she's she is in. Um, I'm sorry. The the president, <laughs> Mela Cruz, is is concerned with station security. He isn't interested in station defense. So I guess I should call that like armada defense more than anything, or shields and things like that. Uh, now. Uh, Nak sees that Adras is doing his best and <laughs> seems to have figured out, you know, something about, about Lynn Camelin and, and he, you know, he gives me some. <laughs> Adras is talking for like 30 minutes about like minute. ships and stuff. And Ad- Adras is deals. probably doing great. If Tyler could do anything helpful, Tyler would be a lot more useful. Tyler, you can use your, your level reroll if you really yeah, want. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> Listeners, I, I know I went through. Okay, really well, fast, Tyler can't rolled, help I rolled, at all. I rolled a two. A, I rolled a two of four, a seven and a four. So, I'm so, just I'm just taking names over so, here. So, on so, side uh, of so the, I apologize. Oh, the, the skills yeah. for this guy are uh, sense, motive, diplomacy, and profession soldier to influence him to get him on your side. Oh no, trust, come back. <laughs> yeah, I can help sorry. with diplomacy. So if you want to, if you want to try to diplomacy, yeah, you've got four left yourself, right? No, three because I, I used two. 
three left. All right. Yeah. If, if you want, go right ahead. Yeah, I'll, I'll suggest that um, having just spoken to Kumara, why don't we both defend and offend? <laughs> you may with right this roll. <laughs> All right, that's a 33, but with sidereal influence. Oh, look at that. It's a, what, 39? Cool. All right, the, the dice have gone your your way for that because it is dc 35 for him indeed chatting him up you know he understands that you've got the the chops the military chops perhaps that are required for the the station's defense um we he got, understands we, my listen to accent so. <laughs> yeah we've got a couple other people here does anybody want to speak with well uh miles do you want to speak with clindalik the the technologically advanced sharon yeah, sure. They they'll welcome you over. It's like ah, oh, Mr. Quindar of, of Quindar Industries. It is nice to be able to pick your brain. A technological genius, a real Elon Musk type. It's apparently uh, <laughs> this universe. Elon Muskrat. He's <laughs> uh, one, one of those little ferret creatures. So that that is an insult to all rodent-like uh, species. It's just an insult <laughs> to all sentient life. Do you do you want to try to assess their their motives and things, or do you want to just go straight and, and yes, get, get uh, I do influence. Yeah. All right, so that would be culture or sense motive. So go ahead and start with I'm guessing culture. Yep, yeah. uh, it's a thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Yes, that is a success. Uh, you know, diplomacy, medicine, or intimidate would work. In applying a little pressure. <laughs> Just bully this nerd. <laughs> oh, well, I own. Well, I, I, if if I were Win or Sprouts, intimidate would be useful. But unfortunately, that is not Rainy's forte, and the only one of those three I have anything in is medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I guess I'll roll medicine. <laughs> okay, this is your fourth roll, so you'll have one left after this. Okay. Go ahead. Oh, no. Okay, so... Very, very low, yeah. Maybe medicine's not the best route. Yeah. I um, mean, it's a, it's a, it's between a plus eight, a plus zero, or a plus one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so probably, probably not. You get a, a sense. It's like they're very interested to talk to you. And then, you know, you start laying out your medical knowledge and they're like, oh, yes. Of course. Oh, look, I'm getting a call. <laughs> What's that? Oh, you need me to walk away from this conversation? I will do. <laughs> oh, yes. The, can, the thigh can, bone can is again? connected to the hip bone. Uh, you can, Miles. Well, but so, I, I mean, can can I can we pause and, and do a little a little strategizing as a as a team here? Yeah, we have three of these cats left. I have three of my roles left. So far, most of them have had diplomacy as one of the the things. That doesn't mean that I'm going to win it every time, but I have the best option to win it if someone can make sure that diplomacy is going to be one of the things. Yeah, I mean, do you have do you have uh, intimidate or uh, sense I, motive? I've got I've got a pretty good medicine myself. I have, I have plus twenty six to intimidate. I have good at <laughs> Okay, good. <laughs> and I also um, get expertise on top of that. All right. Well, I mean, it should. I'm trying to think if there's anyone that, that Raimi really gives a care to talk to. 
I guess we'll, uh, he'd be kind of curious about what Forehead thinks. Wow. I'm sorry, who? Gavilar's? The Kasothan. He the called Kasothan. the Kasothan forehead. Oh, yeah. oh, Milgan. I, I was about to say, I think Gavilar's might have a bigger forehead. <laughs> it's all mean, forehead. It goes forehead all the close. way back around. Yeah, it's... It's, it's, <laughs> it's a wraparound forehead. <laughs> he's, got, he's got the deluxe forehead. He's got a six head more than anything. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, you want you want to uh, talk to Milgan Navarre's Kachelandar? Yeah. Uh, yeah, she'll... she'll Say thank you for speaking with us. As you can probably surmise, I'm very interested in the defense of the Adari. I believe that if we were to provide enough engineers and ships, we could assist in reigniting the ship's engines to divert it so we will not even have to worry about its destruction It'll be culture or engineering to to assess their their influence skill. Okay, but I have one roll left. Yeah, yeah. You can you can help out, figure out what to to roll for for other folks. All right, I'll do engineering. I think. Yep. All right. It's a high one. DC thirty-seven. Oh, Forty-four. Knocked it out the park. Good, because engineering is not an influence check for them. It'll be culture, medicine. Diplomacy or perception to to let them know that you understand the difficulty in what moving or evacuating this colony ship would be. Culture, diplomacy, perception, or what? Perception. Medicine. 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 Okay. All right. I can't, so, I, I can't roll, though. Nope. It looks like Ramy and Edros are, are tapped out here. I'm going to... I'm going to try to get Clendalik uh, and Milgan together mm-hmm. and try to try to put the try to mind meld with the two of them. I'm mm-hmm. going to uh, I guess I'll start with Clendalik, but, but I'm going to try to make some medicine checks for uh, for them. And, uh, so, and so, hang on before we do that. Is there anybody that wants to talk to that has roles to identify what Zia Cho like to assess Zia Cho? I don't know. Those ears are too pointy. I don't like yeah. it. Yeah, we we, are, we we know a couple medicine checks. So let, let's let Andis uh, chat him up. He he's they went back to school to to learn all about medicine again, right? Or <laughs> life right. science. <laughs> I, I woke. I just woke up being like, I I know how to remove people's organs without killing them. <laughs> I know surgery kung fu. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So you want you want to roll for the Sheeran? Yeah, for the Sheeran. We'll we'll see. Remind me what the Sheeran's interest was. That was at an Absalom, and the Absalom safety. Clendalik is most interested in the defense of the Adari. The oh, the, okay. So oh, they're so they're both they're both like on board for defending. Oh the Adari. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Perfect. That's actually very helpful. Good. Thirty-nine. That's a success. All right. Great. Uh, I'm going to make a same a medicine check for for Milgan Navaris Ketchtal Andar, mm-hmm. uh, and not just because his last name sounds like my first name. Hey, forty four. Yeah. Oh yes. I'm. I'm much I'm success. To, I'm going to ex- explain to them the the ways that we can deploy troops efficiently to e- evacuate civilians while uh, creating trap points 
mm -hmm. uh, the, to sort of draw fire to unpopulated sections of, of the ship should it come under fire and uh, ways that we can uh, bolster people don't need to breathe anymore. <laughs> you just put them, put them in, in spacesuits and boom. Put them in spacesuits. Yeah, it's medicine 101, guys. Spacesuits. Drew, do you want to try and shut up uh, Zia Cho? Got a lot of you got a lot of rolls left. Oh, I Everyone's, got three rolls left, so hopefully we'll be able to do something with this. Yeah, yeah. So they, uh, as I mentioned, are Riforian and a new council member. If you want to try to assess first, culture or perception. Oh, I think we're gonna do a good old fashioned culture check. Fairly low DC thirty two. Oh, got it. But we're going to lower expertise anyway, just because I can. Yeah, don't waste my time, Drew. Uh, the <laughs> influence checks. I swear, if you ever roll a dice without uh, the need to uh, and waste time on this show, I, I just hate it so much. Uh, diplomacy or sense motive. I wonder which which is better for you. I guess uh, also survival or athletics for, for them. <laughs> I do have a plus 19 to athletics, but no, we'll do diplomacy. Oh, no. Hey, guess what, Drew? Natural two. Uh, you will want to roll that uh, expertise <laughs> dice. Now, here. now roll that. Now, now roll that eight on the expertise. I was about to say, oh, my goodness. Yay, there it Just is. Burning through them. Yes. So, yeah, you needed a high roll. That was DC 34. But you can talk to them. They are concerned about station defense. And you get in your conversation with them that... They, they have a, a bit of a acerbic sense of humor. You find out they have a lot of of experience. They were a a battle flower, a, a former soldier of Triaxis. And yeah, they, they don't think Absalom Station can be defended adequately without taking some risks and bolstering the Armada's forces. They, they are willing to to help out with that. And you guys have some some allies in your your fight here to to make these these changes. So for the each of these four, the rescuing of the Yoxian fleet, defense of the Adari Absalom station security, which is this one here and stations defenses. These are each different skills that uh, you guys can assign and, and try to roll. And each time that I believe you make a roll, uh, there's a specific DC for each one to convince like everyone to get on board. Uh, you can call on bonuses from the folks that you have assisted here in, in assessing and influencing each one that you do is a plus two for, for that matter. Each DC you exceed by plus five, you can assign another fleet, a successful uh, to do one fleet. And if you fail at any of these, then basically the, the pack council gets like a vote as well and can can move them where where they feel is fit. So do you want to start with any one of these four different areas of concern once again? Rescuing the Yoxian fleet, moving the Adari, rescuing the Adari, Absalom security and Absalom station defense. I'd be interested in the Yoxian fleet. I, I kind of, I kind of tend to agree with Miles on that. I think yeah. that if, if they are, if they are sort of the largest standing force in this 
in this uh, system, then we, we need to relieve them and at least get, allow them to mount a uh, shooting retreat. Yeah. What what skill do you want to assign to that? It could be any skill that you think would be appropriate. If you want to use your piloting expertise, you can do that. Engineering know-how, you can. It'll just X out. Uh, we'll use a different skill for the other three. So mm-hmm. just keep that in mind. Raymond, you still great at piloting? I am. Oh, perfect. Perfect. That's a, that, See, that, I'll, that I'll, sounds I'll, like a real piloting sort of thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do. I will piloting for that. Okay, so there's a couple people that you can call on, including uh, Lusfarin and Gevilarsk, of course, for for that. Do you want to use, uh, well, I guess there's no reason not to, uh, try to get them to come together, give you a plus four bonus? Yeah, why not? Andis, do you want to try and help as well? Roll, uh, roll to assist? Uh, yeah, I'll assist on piloting. That sounds good. Okay. Do you automatically succeed or you got roll? Oh, no, I automatically succeed. Okay. Yeah, don't worry about it then. All right. So give us a roll, Miles. So, and that'll be plus six. Yep. All right. It's a 51. With the plus six rescuing the Oxygen Fleet. Uh, you've beat the DC by five or more. So you can actually put two fleets there for for this roll. Uh, and I mean, you can keep going. You got 22 to put out there do you do you want to roll again um what do, what do we think uh, i i think well if you ask evelar snarder they're like we we will need more more for the defense of the fleets i feel like we could add at least one more all right all right to our, to our pals at eox what one more is fine with me do you want to just do one more if you get a success or, do you want to move to uh two, we two need more than yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. Give our Gnor spent like two whole years earning our trust, and we that's still true. Didn't trust that's him. true. Is and it's able to, yeah, yeah it's auto, automatically it. success. So, all right, so that's another plus six. So let's let's do it. That's thirty-seven. Ooh, that is not a success, unfortunately. I get to. Oh, it's such a I huge to, chick. <laughs> I take a. I get to take a fleet and assign it basically how the the council wants. So. That'll be, that'll be at the end. Can we blow up the council? Like, can <laughs> we just take them out? <laughs> it's a very different AP when you become the most wanted terrorist <laughs> in the universe. I, I'm, I'm, I'm liking this. <laughs> no, no. But if you want to roll again, you can. Um, All right. just, you just have the capability of losing right. more act or you know political power here. It's a forty-one. <sighs> forty-one. You're not gonna like it. That is a fail. Are you kidding me? No, these what? DCs are uh, level 16 DCs for All sure. Right. Yeah, that so I, I, seven on the dice is not going to succeed. Let's 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 switch focuses a little bit then. Yeah, well, I, I will say probably the, the one that you think will be the least difficult to get people to agree to would be station security. The one that will be the most difficult is defending the Adari. Then maybe we should focus on defending the Adari. Yeah, I, I, I feel um, like defending the Adari is something that, like, th- we just got a bomb drop that they think that we could get the Adari working again, which is like, can we do it? But I don't know if that's even a possibility, but I'm willing to spend a couple of dice rolls to try. Yeah, what 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 skill do you want to use? I mean, and feel free, diplomacy is on the table. Well, let's do diplomacy then, baby. Does anybody want to aid uh, Nack? Can I and, aid? Yeah. I auto-aid. 
Okay, so you've got a plus six to this and another plus six for your expertise. Is that right? Yes, so that's 47 plus six, which is 53. And that is a success. (laughs) Just a success as you are able to convince one additional fleet here to go over to the Adari. How many times you want is just a success. (laughs) I'm Uh, sorry. Did you say 56? uh, Because it's so it's it's 47 plus the the 53. Is that only 53? I can't do math. 12 plus 4, right? Yeah, 53 is not a a great success. How many are you looking to to move over? Should we go one more? I, I think I think, yeah, move over two if we're allowed to. Yeah, let's do that. So we'll we'll do another yeah. diplomacy. Oh no. oh no! Natural one. Yo, yeah. The, you see some of the people that are more concerned about the defense and security, perhaps wavering. And yeah, Milgan, Navaris, Kachal, and Dar is like their her eyes are are pleading with you. It's like please. Mr. Fransmar, you must recoup yourself. We need more fleets to, to head out to the Adari. I think we've got enough. We've got enough left in the bank. We can make another roll on the Adari. I mean, you've still got 14 fleets. Yeah, to right. Just right. Because my, my guess is the council's going to like put them around Absalom yeah, mostly. Yeah, they're going to sort of bias to that. I That's think. what I'm saying. If there's no council, then maybe... <laughs> If the right. universe blows up. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll another diplo for <laughs> heel turn, Randy. <laughs> Go right ahead. Does anybody else have like a lot of training in diplomacy? I mean, I have 15 ranks. Does anybody else have zero? Uh, that's a 43 plus uh, the any additional that we get. 43 plus six. If if we've got Alindra eating here. Uh, that is just a success. So another fleet to the Adari. And we've got two. We've got two on the Yoxian rescue. Two on the Adarin. What else do you guys want to do here? Do you want do you want to keep rolling these harder ones? I mean, I think yeah, I think we should just keep rolling the harder ones right now. Once we get down to maybe eight, we start going for the easier ones. I think maybe. I was about to say you're pretty sure that. I mean, this is the least that they would have done is like two to yeah. each of these hard, hard, per, perhaps suicide missions. <clears throat> yeah. Well, why don't you roll me another piloting check, Miles, and we'll go back to the Eoxian fleet. All right. And Drew, you can roll diplomacy at the same time. See if he can. That's a 40. Eke out another one. That is going to be a success there. All right. Two of them bad boys on there. And much a little bit better roll here for now. We got 17 on the dice. Seven. Another 53. Another 53 is another single success for the Adarin mission. So three to each of those 11 left. What do you guys think? Should we keep going on the hard ones? Yeah. I, I do think one so. more on each of those. Yeah, one more on each of them. Yeah, I agree. Okay. I agree. Give me another piloting, another diplomacy. All right. Looks like a fail there on the the fleet rescue. And what do you got, Drew? Uh, 47? Yeah. 49, right? Yeah, 38 on the roll plus what we get. 38 on the roll, 39 on the roll. 39 plus 4, 43 oh, plus 6, 49 is 
that is just a success for the Adari. So we've got we've got four to the Adari. Um, how do you guys feel? And do you want to keep rolling on these? Keep you try-, try to do one more to the Eoxian fleet. Sure. One last one. Put one for you, Eox. Thirty-eight plus what six? That is a success. Just a All success. Right. Single success. So you've got four to each of those. Do you want to try and influence station security over station defense? How, I, feel like, you, I feel like we should like? provide sub to station security just because there are going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot of panic. A lot of people trying to get out of the system. A lot of people are going to try to, you know, mm-hmm. evacuate and things like that, that, that they're going to need uh, a lot of help. I think sure. that is definitely something we should try to do. This one's a fairly easy one. What kind of skill do you want to choose for this? What are our options? Maybe maybe uh, engineering for this one as we are pouring over the uh, as we're pouring over the uh, the schematics and the the map layouts and we're looking we're checking to see like what the capacities of all the different airlocks are and you know and mm-hmm. where we can sub- like resupply on the on the thing. Yeah. So that I mean evacuation routes, all that stuff like power core, you know, distribution, yeah, all like very important. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, so you can get a plus six to this if someone can aid. Tyler, Tyler, is Adros is Adros gonna aid? How many ranks does Adros have? In engineering, engineering. T- Tyler literally like checked out the episode. I, I couldn't <laughs> even tell if he was here. <laughs> oh, I rolled, I rolled, I rolled another four. Uh, I'll see you in uh, ten minutes. No, wait, no, you don't even have to roll. Rolling, you Tyler. Yeah, plus fifteen. That's what we're asking. Okay, well, there he goes. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and uh, and does you want to do the engineering? I want to do it. Yeah. Ooh, good one. All right, so that is enough to uh, secure two more as a like a critical success. Two more to (laughs) just station security. Mm-hmm. Do you do you want to try and top load that over defense or how you, how are you feeling? Because and I feel like I feel like one more there wouldn't be a bad idea. Okay, I don't know. Does, do other people agree? How many do we sure. have left? Currently ten. Oh yeah, go one. <laughs> yeah, that's more like it. Another yeah. critical success. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, if you if you want to stop kind of like arguing points for defense or station security, they're just going to divide up the, the remaining and basically like double up uh, on, on station security because you've got a couple of council members Ugh. talking for that. These people are such dweebs. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the, the only one really arguing for more defense in the immediate armada is the Lashantin. Lynn Cam Camulin. But yeah, a lot of people are, are very, very worried about the million or so folks on, on Absalom Station at any any given time. Yeah. At the the end of this meeting, you know, they've they've written up some 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 actions, you know, some some directives. The they, they start signing some paperwork to immediately start sending out these fleets. Gavilar Snor will come over and thank you for for aiding him and in basically doubling what they would have sent out to the the Oxian and of course the Kasathan representative uh, Ms. Andar will do the same for the Idarin. Doubled doubled up those numbers as well. Yeah, and as as you guys are are finishing up your your meeting, Isafina 
Nott says, oh, yes, the, the credits have been transferred to your old accounts. Maybe like three or four hours have passed in, in hashing all this out. And uh, you guys can you guys can get those in cred sticks just printed half immediately with golden Abadar kind of notes on them. But perhaps you'll have to do so quickly as you are leaving the Planara. There's another breaking news event. You see uh, what looks like the the dark informed of the the massive starship kind of blurry footage with the, the headline underneath it uh, a to be continued things are going to be going down over a very short while but a, a fairly long while in the rest of this book maybe maybe it's at this point i i held it back a little bit secretly last week but uh this is book two of Devastation Arc. It's called the Starstone Blockade by uh, <laughs> Eleanor Farron. We hadn't we hadn't talked about like book numbers in a long time. And so I was I was I was pretty sure we were about to start book three. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I was we're like going through the episode, I was like, wait a minute, what what book are we in? Oh, this, oh my, we're at the <laughs> of book two this is just part one of book two oh boy jibbert i i'm i was right there with you (laughs) oh yeah dominion's end here we go i mean to be fair we spent like 20 episodes on one book right like that's very high i assumed that oh yeah (laughs) i think our longest book before that was like 15 episodes maybe i want to say the end of season three was was probably like one of the longer ones but yeah this this will i mean actually i think this one might be a little faster than book one but we'll we'll see um that that's that's it for this week's episode guys thanks for playing with me thank, thank you, you Patrick. Patrick. thank you thanks for rping it up listeners thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time on cosmic crit good night Space pirate noises. You've been listening to Cosmic Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 